Talmidim begin the day talking about suicide. There's a different types of suicide. It's not a pleasant subject, no matter, no matter what type of person Chassid is interested in. It's not good. The Rebbe's beginning with, on the bottom of the page, from this entire parrot really, it, it's, it's Chazar, it's review and focusing in again on a couple of major points in the earlier Prakim. The Rebbe's trying to bring things together with aces. So there are short aces that were discussed earlier in greater length. On the bottom of the page of Kufmam Zayn, all the way in the bottom. Not only a person who chokes himself, who 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 um, physically who physically um, kills himself. That's not the only type. That's not the only kind of person who's actually ending his life. We spoke a lot. We learned a lot in the earlier program about laziness. And hisrapus, the difference between aspus and hisrapus, these are slow forms of suicide. The Rebbe taught of a person spiritually, spiritually putting an end to his avodas Hashem. Hazman next page. Hazman v'ashos chelik hayem. So, what is a person's life? A person's life is that the hours, the hours, the moments should be spent in a way that's that's real, that's productive. The person who's an aslan, the person who's lazy, the person who's lethargic, that that person's hours, that person's moments go by in the weeks, the months, and the years, and the entire life. Larik for nothing, for naught, destroyed, mamish lost. Mamish lost. A person could sit in the Bismedrish, we spoke about this by Rikas, a person could sit in Bismedrish and, and be in a yeshiva, and he was in the yeshiva for three, four years, and if you make the sahakal of all the time that he was in the yeshiva, where, the, where it was what? Where it was Limit Atayra. And then take from the time that he was learning, that, it was tar- that he was learning Bismedrish with, with concentration, that he was learning, that he was learning in using all of his kaihas. You could take from the entire experience of those years and you could squeeze out a very, very, unfortunately, a very short period of time. What about all those other hours where the learning was either that it wasn't learning or the learning was a learning that was shallow, that wasn't real? So the Rebbe says this is a form of suicide. Because what is, what is suicide? Suicide means eliminating one's life. Of course, this is the advantage of this is that you wake up the next morning. But, but as far as, as far as the his abdus, and remember, in Lashna Kaidish, in Lashna of Chazal, suicide is ma'abid asmaladas, is intentionally losing oneself, losing oneself, getting rid of oneself. So if a person takes the contents of his life, the hours and the moments that, that add up to, that add up to years, and he wastes them, so that's that's not called ibud ladas. It's it's also a form of of suicide. Vim ha'atzel vim ha'atzel ashes the yabit al chelke chayv shehemru kavim berefesh. And if the person who's called an atzel, who's called the lazy person, uh, he sees, he looks, and he sees, and he's shocked when he looks and sees all the hours he. he Counts up all the hours that he was mavato that he wasted in his life, and he sees how major portions of his life are like rot, have rotted away. Then garumi who At least the otsel, at least the otsel, the person or the one who, the one who sleeps a lot, and we spoke about aslan. Not going to go through right now, but the at least the aslan, at least the aslan, um, is able to is able to pinpoint. The missing hours, the missing months and years. But then you have a misrapa, and we learned about the misrapa. The misrapa is worse. Why? Kimarama who is because he's always fooling himself. He's deluding himself. The misrapa lives in a delusion, and what's his delusion? I'm in yeshiva. I went to this yeshiva three years. I was in this yeshiva for three years. So this person looks at himself. And he doesn't see, Gavad, what's the matter with me? Nishkan Dav, Nishkan Lenin, no Gishlofen. He doesn't see, he doesn't see that I just sleep away my life, and I'm just, I don't do anything, I'm unemployed, I'm not in any yeshiva. I just, I'm sitting around, like, you know, with a, with a, with a beer, watching a ball game my whole life. 
So that th- this misrapa doesn't look at it like that. Because remember, the misrapa might be in yeshiva. Let's say yeshiva is let's say yeshiva is nine o'clock. Say it's all right, not nine o'clock. We don't want to. We don't want Hashem to to cause a mishgiat to have a heart attack. But let's say the guy. Let's you know what would happen if the yeshivas would be filled at nine o'clock when they're supposed to be filled. So the so let's say he comes in. He comes in at nine twenty, and he puts in a, he puts in a morning seder. He puts in a seder. So Ayyad Vaisik Vatairani, this Mistrapa looks at himself, he says, Ah, listen, I go to Yeshiva, I'm learning. I'm Naivad Hashem, I dive. I learn. I've Hakol Bistrapas. So on that you can't you can't nail him on that. In other words, the Emmas is he shows up to Yeshiva. It's true. He's in Yeshiva, and it's true that he was at he was at Minyan. But everything's with the Hisrapas. Everything's with a Without the kaiches and nefesh, without rikus amayach, without the mind, without the heart, it's all misrapos. It's never, it's never done. Nothing's done thoroughly. It's always the, the gemara like this and like that, and so you don't, you, you, you don't, you don't, you don't really get to the bottom of anything. Uh, I was reading, uh, I was reading um, last night a hesped from Rabbi Yaakov Weinberg. You know, the Rashiva from from Baltimore was on the hesped that he that he gave for Rabbi Yosef Bessalovich. In both, that he gave in Baltimore, there was a kinnus, and they have to have a look for all the they spade them, and and he was and he was talking about. He said, you know, I can't discuss the greatness of that person, but there's one the kuda that he said I want to focus on to give chizik to the island, and that was and and this was something which was well known that that person Rabbi Yosheber couldn't live if he didn't cut, get to the bottom of that Rashi or Rashba that day. He mamish couldn't couldn't go on, and my and my wife's uncle who was one of those talmidim from the early years. So my wife's uncle told me I once mentioned this to you that 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 Rabbi Yosheba himself went at three in the morning one morning and he, and he and he was waking all the bacharim up. He was waking up all the guys in the in the yeshiva from his shir. He told them that they should wash their hands to come and to come to the to the room to the shir room. And uh, and the guys are like with robes, you know. Uh, and he's sitting there in his suit and his tie, three in the morning. And the guys like they don't know what's going on. And uh, and and uh, they come in. He opens up the Gemara. In, in the middle, it's not even the middle of the night. It's like three in the morning. So he passed that point. And he and he says, um, you know, we have to, we have to go right. We have to go into the into the sugya. So there was one bacha that my, my, my uncle thought, my wife's uncle said, so like, well, we could, maybe, you know, we'll, we'll work on it in the morning. <laughs> so Biyashavir said, you mean you're able to go to sleep? Because you, you, that shir that I gave you today, that, that, that wasn't right when I said the way that I explained whatever was Tysus, and you, it doesn't bother you? He was still like, from the day, he was working on it, like the whole, he, he, could, he said, how could you sleep? What's the matter with you? I said, it's just a dumb thing today. He said, that's what it was. How could you even go to sleep? The godless of a mensch that that his the love of Torah was such that it couldn't be. He wouldn't need the shit how many times I remember when I was there and his doctor sat right in the the doctor sat right over there in front of him and and the uh, and the doctor would keep on going like this because he, he was there was strict orders that he wasn't that it wasn't good for him. He had to finish up. He wasn't allowed to go over at that time. I think it was two and a half hours, whatever it was. And this is already like three hours, three three and a quarter. And and the and the doctor would always say, say, Rabbi, not like this, like another minute, another minute. <clears throat> and I myself heard that the doctor said that I said, Rabbi, please. And he said, Achkenish. He said, please, Achkenish. He says, enough a minute. We have to figure out the. He can't. He couldn't leave it. The 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 way of learning, the way to learn. Where persons and all the kaiches and nefesh, all the kaiches are seichel, that's the opposite of the misrapa. The misrapa might be there, but as we learned earlier in the year, he's not there the essence. That's why avakol misrapas vezmanov echelke chayev gamhu ma'abed. So he's also committing suicide, the misrapa, but he doesn't even think that he needs help. He thinks that he's fine. The aslan might eventually, the aslan might eventually, you know. Try to work things out and and turn things around. Although it's hard, but the misrapa who does everything like in a shallow in a shallow way, he does it like a half job. It's much harder. 
He says, Rak kishiyagil la'ezik nasai, yakits v'yimreitis sa'aris roishai. I when he'll be an old man, he'll wake up and then he'll tear out his he'll tear out his hair. The Yitzchak and he'll scream, Hoi vavoi, eifa kol shmaisai. Oi, what happened to all my years? What happened to all the years? Hamayin Shavu was so many weeks, yomim days, for shows and hours. I ain't missed by Ayeheim. What happened to all of them? But maybe Lisi, I saw. How did I spend? How did I spend those hours, those years of my life? What do I know altogether? I don't have Torah. My learning is not learning. My davening is not davening. Not Kedusha and not Da'as Hashem. I improved my golf score. My bowling is not bad. I like to have these magazines I'm hearing on the radio. Something like Modern Maturity. Something, you know, like these magazines for people, for, for older people, and they don't have to go to work anymore, like the to fill the to fill the emptiness of, of of that time in life. And what happens to the ones that can't afford to go to go golfing or whatever? And so a person is left alone, thinking back on on all the, on all those empty empty days and years. When I was young, I had all of that ahead of me. I had so much time to accomplish, and I threw it away. And because of my negligence, my laziness, I was pegging. I, uh, in fact, I my my laziness and negligence caused a pegan. I was pegging. I injured all of Klai Yisrael. The Rebbe says, therefore, get up, wake up, get up. You still have so much time. He's talking to the Bachram. Cast away from you, throw off from you. The Aslus and the Srapus, this laziness. Avoid Hashem, the Simcha, the Chaskis, to serve Hashem with joy and with His Chaskis. And use the years of your life to acquire whatever you could acquire. Whatever you're able to acquire. To share with you an interesting thing was, I don't know if I mentioned this last week, I was, so I had, we had a little bit of a, my brother-in-law, sister an anniversary, and we were, we all got together in the Shabbat, and my brother-in-law's father, my brother's father is a very, very big Tamar Chacham. And he's from the, he's an Altamir. He's from, he's, there aren't so many left of the Altamirs from before the war. He sat at one table, the Rebbeim Shmulevitz. And uh, it was by Rabbi Ruchim. He's kind of hard a Jew that's uh, in his 90s. And... Um, and there were a few things, so I, I, want, I just spent, you know, there's this there last month of Shabbos, I just really wanted to talk to him, I haven't seen him either, he lives next to Israel. And he was in for a little bit to, to, to be with, he has some children here, grandchildren, so, great-grandchildren. So I, 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 wanted to, I wanted to spend some time with him. I, when, when I lived in Yushalayim, I used to go there a lot. This is a real, real, royal literature, I mean, Amish, unbelievable. And I can never get over it. He's, he's the, I first met him 23 years ago, 24 years ago. He is still, he still is searching for the truth. Like, well, everybody is like, you know, sitting around and schmoozing and, you know, whatever. He's just, he's in another place, like thinking and trying to work out in Yanim. So he, he, like, when I walk in, he says, hey, Meisha. He calls me over, Meisha. Why do, why do you really... What is this strangle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is not not negative? That's what, tell me. So then I start to explain to him a little bit about the background his history, and he, he goes, I don't, "I don't, I don't see that this is explained." But and he's everything he talks about, no matter what I say, he 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 rejects. You know, like, and then we, he starts talking about different in and I write this 
And I write this And my wife was there also. She was staying for a while. She loves him. And and we both suddenly were driving back. Isn't that a, isn't that an inspiration? You have here a Jew that his whole life is one from beginning till now. There's no He's like searching for what's real, for what's true. He still can't stand like sitting at a party, like you know, blowing balloons and you know. He still can't. He's not soivel shakir. He's not soivel mediocrity. And then when we're talking, then and learning, and then my other brother came over and you talk to, and he's talking and learning, and we're talking together. And he says sorry, he doesn't like, he gets all upset, and he says, "I'm ratzis. What are you saying?" <laughs> and, and you know, it's like that same. And he's his love is he's so alive with terror. It's, it's murdering. And then I was asking him. So I, I always like to ask him about Gedolim, you know, that he, he saw it, and Mama saw all of them. So, so I, so I asked him about, do you remember Reb Chaim Shmulevitz? He says, Chaim Shmulevitz, Reb Chaim Stuchina. You know, they called him by the town that he came from. He says, yeah, we sat, we sat together. So I said, so tell me, I said, tell me about him. She says, what do you want to know? <laughs> like we discussed. I said, Tell me what you saw on Hoggers. Ah, he didn't. I said, what about Rabbi Ucham, Rabbi Ucham? So I said, so tell me something, Rabbi Ucham. He says, what do you, who, who do you, who are you? What do you want, Rabbi Ucham? Who are you? So, so, he's, so then he said to me, listen to what he said. He said, ah, you see, nowadays, everybody wants to know about the Gedalim. The Gedalim. This godl, this godl, how did this godl get up? How did this godl go, go, uh, go to sleep? Where did this godl go? To, uh, you know, he said, he said, that's, that wasn't, we, he said, I, I knew Rabbi Chaim Shemulavitz, and I, and I was by Rabbi Yeruchim. He said, but we weren't interested, we were not interested in Gedalim stories. When I came to, when I came to Rabbi Yeruchim, as they said to me, when I came to Rabbi Yeruchim, I came with a shopping bag. You know what that means? I said, no. He said, I came with a shopping bag. I came to get, not to write my and tell stories. I came to receive, I came to get, I went shopping. I wasn't interested in how big a godl he was. I was interested in how it would change my life. That's all. And I don't like telling stories. It was what it was. And then he said this, listen to this. And he said, I, did I mention this? I don't know if I mentioned this today. He said, I'm already convert. He said, did you, ever, did, you, did you ever see how cucumbers are made into pickles? I said, yeah, because my mother used to do that when we were kids. She made it herself. I said, yeah. He said, no, now you understand. I said, no, I don't understand what you thought. And he gets very upset if you don't understand. So I said, she said to me, you ever see, uh, you ever see a pickle go back to being a cucumber? I said, no. He said, that's what happened to us. I don't know how it happened, but, when we, but those of us who sat by the feet of Rabbi Ruchim, and those of us who in that world, even though some of us might have tried over the years, and we went through a lot of service during the war and, and afterwards, we were pickled, he said. Something happened. Something happened to us in our way of thinking. And ever since then, I can't, I can't look at the world in the same way that when I was a child. And then he said, then he got very emotional. He didn't want to talk about it anymore. I was at he said, don't ask me Gedalim stories and go for that. We went to get pickled, he said. That's where we were, you know, we went in, we went in. He says, like nowadays, nobody wants to, nobody's going shopping to become a Rebbe Ruchim, you understand? They just want to talk about the Rebbe Ruchim, so they want to hear about the stories and, and then, you know. Sometimes there's a place I like to go sometimes when I have to, when I'm in Brooklyn. So... <coughs> I'm saying Yeshia, this I like to go. There's uh, because there's certain swam, there's certain things there that that, that uh, there's a library here. And you can't get all the swam in other places. I like to go there. So there's a Murray Day collection, like every Chazal just say for that you can get in the world is in this place. So I like to sometimes look some things up that, that, that are out of print. And it's a beautiful, beautiful collection. And looking around, and and they're like they're like I was there I was there Wednesday. And they're like they're like thirty, forty, even. Beautiful Jews that are sitting there, and they have all the throne there. And with the exception of one of one old man, everybody was looking at, at the magazines with the pictures, like of the you know the latest pictures of the Square Rebbe and the and the Bubba. They have like all the Chizim magazines. 
And I was thinking, well, that's, that's nice, but, but you know, there's so much to gain over here besides looking at pictures. The pictures are good, but there's so much to gain in a place like this to absorb. When you see a person, when you see a person who's, who filled the years of his life, who fills the minutes of his life, there's nothing that's more inspiring in the world. It's the most inspiring thing in the world. The whole week, since last month's I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of uh, Rabbi Rabinowitz or Malkin. The whole week I'm thinking of that. What are years and what, and, and, and what, and what do I to live? What do I to live? And, and when you ask him, when you ask him, his device is Rabbi what time? He says, what time? What does that mean, time? What is, what's time? And the guy goes, oh. <laughs> and then he's quiet, like he's quiet. He says, and he starts to like talk about a sugyan, like in Gemara, and he starts to work it out. And says, time, time, time. Everybody says, what time is it? <laughs> he gets upset, like, what do you mean time? It's, uh, it looks like, well, I have my brother, like, I asked him, uh, you know, how do you grow up like that? So he said, you know, it's, you just have to be careful what you ask. He says, you have to be careful what you say, but he says, it was like that from the time that he was in the world. There's no such thing with no games. Gornish. Just this. Just the truth. Just one chefse of uncovering the Rebbein Shalom's will. That's what it is. So he says, That's why I remember this, because he says, Shopping for whatever you can get. That's why I was thinking about the shopping bag. Go and get whatever you can get. That's what it is. When we're born in the world of Bernstein, you get a couple of you get a couple of years just to hang out in the beginning, to you know, to complain and have ice cream and hot dogs and stuff. And then after that, Bernstein says, Okay, here's your here's your big. Here's your big. You remember you remember how how those used to have like these uh these um they would give like a prize. I remember there was some show when I was a kid that the, like the winner got to go with a shopping cart and had like uh, fifteen minutes or something like that. In the grocery store to, to load up the shopping cart, whatever, whatever you want, the store, the department store, whatever you wanted to throw into the, <coughs> to throw into the shopping cart. You remember? So come the sugar in the way, last thing he's running around, woo, woo, up and down trying to find the right aisle. Oh no, this is my, I don't want to waste my, I don't want to waste a, a, any time on this row. This is not a chosh of a row. I got to get through this row. If a person would learn like that and would die like that, it'd be an under a belt. No, it would be a different world. Of a Maya but Lamaisa, you could have as much hischaskis as possible. There could be a lot of hischaskis, but what's the hischaskis going to help? The Rebbe says, with all the hischaskis in the world, and I talk to Hever about this all the time, that and it's something we all have to work on. That with all this chaskis that a person has, if his day and his night is not divided up carefully, carefully, and his and he's not, he might have all of the rotsen in the world, and he might be a person like an eager beaver, and he wants to really, really, you know, he wants to do good stuff. But all of that rotsen, all of that is chaskis, is not going to work if he doesn't know how to divide the night and the day and to and to make a zman and to have a kviz, to have a schedule. Or else it's just a lot of rotsun with a lot of excitement with tohu and irbuvia. You know, things just confused and mixed up. <coughs> so when it comes to the night, he's going to wonder what, what exactly what exactly was, was it that what was today about? What happened today? I didn't even feel it passing. has gone me many like the day, just like it escaped. It ran away. With all of his ischaskis, the days, the time just seems to be running away. <laughs> Therefore, if you have if you if you have any any if you care at all for your life, Hagbel Make a schedule. Make vulum. Use your time in a way that's 
that that's that's clear. Kol lavadasa that every that that it should be that every time has a specific assignment of what you're supposed to be doing during that time. Not only not only when it comes to learning and davening, but gam even even the amount of time, even the amount of time that you have to spend that you have to spend that you want to spend on on things that just astound things that you need to take care of regular day day to day things. Even when you're going to have a conversation with somebody. Don't just get yourself time after time into these open-ended schmoozing. Stam conversations. Just stam to talk. You make a man before, even though it doesn't seem so it doesn't seem so nice and people might feel it's a little bit rude and you say, this is, uh, this is you know, you say, I, I, I can't continue against the law. Well, what do you, you, you got to go? You have, whatever it is, you have your Zman. There's a certain Zman. And, when you, uh, and therefore, when things, when things are left, if things are left open-ended, and, and there's no gvul, so then what happens is that one thing leads into another, and one talk, and one shmooz, and this and that, and the telephone. And that's when a person looks at the end of the day and says, what do I have, Sachakal? What do I have, Sachakal? And people get very, people get very offended, and they used to try to do it in a nice way. But people get upset, you know, this is, uh, this is the Messias. Say, look, I, uh, you know, I, I, I know a lot of people get, I, I do that a lot, I say that a lot, but also with phone calls. I find that people will just, you know, there's a type of stomp to schmooze, and they say, look, I'm, when, when I get on the phone, someone says, you have time, Rabbi? And I always get nervous, what does that mean, do I have time? I'm trying to use my time in a, in a, in a productive way, so I say, okay, you know, can we talk for five minutes? Can we talk, can you need eight minutes? If it's something which needs, which needs, well, so let me know. What do you mean, do you have time? So there has to be, a person has to have a gvulum, a person has to have, a person has to have <coughs> a zman, so that, so that you know that when you come into that conversation, unless, of course, there are things that come up in life, I mean, somebody needs it, there's something emergency, of course. But stum, it's not, we're not talking about anything like that. A person shouldn't stum, invite them, invite them. This way the hours of your life are not hefke. It's all in a misgeris, it's all enclosed. It's all in, a fr- in the frame of one's avaydas Hashem. You see this? That they found in many, many from the tzaddikim that they found uh, amongst their papers. Well, there are many things like this. He saw here as Rav Shalom, from Rav Shalom Shodron, in the sefer about his life. You have you have many such things that there were papers where it says uh, the zmanim of what he of, of how the day was to be divided, of, of how he used to spend the time during the day. Fifteen minutes. The base is always famous that in the Amaramis of Sadiqim from Ger, with his manim, Hashmir says manim, that it would say that the, he had, the Amaramis had the day, like down to the minute, to the minute, how the day was to be, how it was to be spent at time. It's not Hefke. That's why it's good to, keep, to write down. Can you imagine? Even though it's true that, that, uh, that people have to go to work, and the people are working, and, 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 and as a result of that, everything is, <coughs> the time that can be spent learning or davening is much more, obviously is going to be much more limited. But could you imagine how different life would be if the time that one does have free, let's say Sunday was completely accounted for, which is not always possible, because again, a person has a family, so obviously he has to, he has to try, he has to accommodate people and take care of his mishpacha. But, but even then, if it were possible to have some sort of a cheshbon, that the, that the time that I'm not, that uh, it doesn't have to be from, uh, to say on it from 1 o'clock in the afternoon to 1.30, because sometimes, you know, whatever, you have to do this, you have to go there, the kid, whatever. But, if we would say that, that the Nietzsche Shem, you know, of the, of the, hopefully of the four hours that I have today, that, that I'm not, that I'm not re- uh, required to be involved in different things, that I'm going to spend you know, the first half hour doing this, and then I want to spend an hour doing that, and the, it would be a different life. And then you would realize that you have much, much, much more time than you thought you had, and that you'd be able to learn so much more. You'd be able to accomplish so much more. And, and, and the whole Indian with being on the telephone, that the telephone is bechlal, 
the biggest batal in the world is the telephone. It, it exists, it really, I, I always feel that it exists because only for emergencies. And I know that a lot of people don't learn like that. But I feel the telephone should be used for mom. It's just for, there's no way, there's no other way to call. You have to call, oh, you have to pick up, you have to be, this, okay. But the way that the telephone is being used, and now that there's a, now that everybody has walking around with their cell phones, we all have cell phones. And I can have even the, even the a person could be walking and, and, and his whole life is just uh, schmoozing on a phone, and I'm not talking about the business things that he has, but just I'm talking, talking, talking. Don't budge from that. Say to Hayyayim. And if you're, he's talking to the Bacham, he says, and if you grow up this way, and you live in such a way where you have, where you have the day divided up, then when you're an older person, you'll be able to look back and see that your life was, your life was filled. Your life was one that was filled. Babiyam, you'll come with all of your days. So again, the Rebbe just chazring quickly little pieces, little little pieces from from what we were learning, to just to be mechazik them. The fate of the person who's a mezgah, a mezgah, and a mezrayfei from mezgah, the one who's conceited, who's lost in his own, uh, in a, in a, uh, in his own ego, and the mezrayfei that we were talking about, lemaksha orpo neged moirav, which is really how the sefer began, the one who's arrogant with his teachers, rabbisov, v'lashofal hamaruma, the arrogant, the arrogant person, the one who, the one who does not. Respect or receive doesn't respect his rebbeim or receive from them. Really, his fate is the same as the l'shofal hamaruma. The the character of the shofal hamaruma is one of the least popular in the chassidish farm. The shofal hamaruma means the the one the one who the one who considers himself to be the most humble man walking upon the face of the earth. So the shiflus haruach and and and, and this shofal hamaruma. He says, the first type of fellow, the Balgaiva, the conceited person, the arrogant person, he hates his teachers, even Kivyochel, he doesn't even he doesn't even want to hear what Hashem has to tell him. The Zimavatlas call and the other person the one, the one who, the one who has a mistake in shiflus, who's not really an honor, but the, the the one who's not really an honor, but he just he doesn't have a presence, a sense of self. So what happens to him? This is what we're talking about this last Shabbos. Any stus that comes along, any narish guy that comes along, any any guy that comes along, you know, he'll follow. He'll go after every single stus, whatever you say, yes sir, whatever you say. He doesn't have. He doesn't have a. <clears throat> he doesn't have a sense of self. That's not that's not real anivas. That's not humility, as we learned by Rikas and the Seifer. So this person he'll go after any stus mishtus ayilam, any stus mishtus ayilam. The fate of these people is really one. Shum ein Nothing good will come from them. Nothing good. From the arrogant person or the one who has bechlal, who goes around with no, with no sense of self, or shiftless in the way of shiftless. One thing he says they have in common, even though they seem to be opposite types. Shum Don't expect much to come from either of them. Even a little spark of of light, you're not going to see. Both of these, the arrogant person. And this and this person who 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 is a shofel, both of these live in darkness. And together in darkness, they, they and in death they will rot. Listen, my child, to the underlying yisaid of their illness, which they which the yisaid of their sickness is the, is one yisaid. There's one underlying problem with the one who is the misgoyer, the arrogant Balgaiva who thinks that his rabbis don't know, his parents don't know, and even Kivyachl doesn't know Hashem. And the one, the one who says, I'm gone, I'm nothing, I'm worthless, my life, I'm nobody, I'm nobody. He says, there's one Yisait. He says, I want you to know the Yisait of this sickness, and his chazik vishom memehem v'chai. 
and strengthen yourself and be careful and live. That's that's one of the main sentences in the Sefer. Oh, he has an Anochi. The Balgaiva has an Anochi. It's very, very strong. The Anochi, me. But here, but here, what the Rebbe says, what's missing in both situations. In the Balgaiva, it's a very strong Anochi. Very strong Anochi. Not, not a Yiddish Anochi, just an Anochi. Me. In the guy that holds himself to be worthless, with that guy, there's no Anochi. What they both share in common is that there's no Anochi Yisraelis. The Balgaiva has an Anochi, the Shuffle has no Anochi, but neither of them have an Anochi Yisraelis. So this Anochi is, this Anochi is Yisraelis, this Anochi is not of me, me, and who am I, but what? That I'm a Yid, and the Nefesh kiss, and that I'm a Chelek Yelokom Yimau. This Anochi is Yisraelis is Chasarlam is missing. This is the root of the sickness. Ha'anoichi, the anoichi is not is not what you think and what you feel and to be selfish and to be conceited and arrogant. Anoichi means it's an insights of anoichi Hashem alokecha. It's a spark of of anoichi Hashem alokecha. Shal kabbalas atar yisoid yisoid shal hayisraelius ned needramihem. It's this anoichi Hashem alokecha that's missing from both of their lives. The Anoichi Hashem Elokecha is missing. They hear it seats out Kolas Meisam, and this causes a crushing of all their, of all their, uh, of all their limbs of their. That's very after we saw some and smashing and crushing. Ucha Ania below Kabrinita, we call Ruach Ron is Cheves, and like a boat that doesn't have a captain. Any wind, any storm that comes along schleps this around him. And is thrown on, on the stormy ocean. And in the end, it's going to sink down to the depths. These two types of people, the arrogant person, who has a very strong Anochi, but it's not the Anochi Hashem Alakach, it's just Anochi. And the Shofel, who doesn't have any Anochi at all. Both of these people, both of these people, are in the end destroyed by the Ruchos Ros Olam, by the winds, the storms of the world. Kafkerim Muschavim. They're schlepped around, they're schlepped around like Hefka. The person who's Anoichi, the Balgaiva, whatever, whatever he thinks, whatever he likes, whatever, whatever satisfies him, whatever makes him feel good, He'll be schlepped around. He'll be pulled from one place to the other. By what? By 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 money or by girls or by whatever it is that schleps him to satisfy his anoichi. And he loses his bechir. But he thinks he's a big bal bechir. There's no bechir at all. He's just being schlepped around. He's hefker like the boat in this in, in the ocean. <coughs> the person that the person has total shiftless doesn't. I'm nobody. I'm worthless. I'm nothing. It's obvious what happens to him. He's the most vulnerable human being on earth. To fall into anything. And they're injured with any of the negayim and the pegayim of the world. Any of the things that are wrong with the world, they'll be injured by. doesn't have to be an isr, it doesn't have to be an aver, but even an aver. This, this, Feeling this chutzpah and the sinus hakodesh that I'm the only one that knows, he says, will, will ultimately destroy this person. Kufnun have a mekis as I know. He says here, Ayisraelis shebechavi he not sell. But this is a review of Perik Vav and Zayin. Wake up the the anoichis Ayisraelis. The I I am a, I am a Jew because anoich Hashem alokecha, not because of what you want. And for the one who has no Anochi at all, what are you talking about? You're, you're a Yid. And Anochi Hashem is, is, is shining in you the same as it is in the, in the greatest, greatest Sadiq of the generation. Anochi Hashem Lokecha. Have you chosen the Sabbath? Be a chosen and serve Hashem. This is a, this is a, a, a common mistake nowadays. 
Avodah Samokim. The Rebbe says, is serving Hashem something which you just can do in your spare time? You have some spare time. Really, really, you define yourself by your work and your family. But, and Avodah Hashem is something that if you have some spare time, if you have some spare time, you know, you, you'll, you'll open up a safe. If you have some spare time, you'll, 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 you'll uh, say a little and you'll dive in a little bit more. So Rabbi says, it could be. He says it could be that that your entire <coughs> your entire Avodas Hashem is just a way of of trying to um, trying to remove the worries or the concerns that you might have if you really, really would think about yourself your life and make chesman nefesh this way you can comfort yourself, console yourself and say, they're, 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 they're really I don't have any chesrainas there is no chesrainas the person can just say I'm not, I'm not and I'm, I'm working on myself just, you know I, uh, I don't have the time I don't have the time, it's not it's not shayach inkilotikantes asmachamuma you might not have fixed anything in your life. You might not have changed in the last 30, 40, 50 years. Anything. But you still say, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Ben Aliyah. I'm somebody, I'm an Ayla. I'm somebody that's, a, I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I'm moving ahead. To what can this be compared? You have a person whose, whose feet are stuck in the mud. He's sinking in the mud. Shesameach al raglo ha'achas shaherimena, and he's all excited. He lifted one foot out of the mud. He says, "Hey, look at that! He's got one foot out of the mud." He's not paying any attention to the second foot that's that's sinking in even deeper. Ah, so then he says, "Oh, that's not good." So then he tries the other one. The shuv sameach al raglo hashniyah shagam oisahitzi. And now he's all excited. So now he took out the other foot that was getting, it was going, the other one was, was, was sinking. So now he takes out the other one. But now the first one's back in the mud. The Kaiman says, Since he hasn't lifted the essence of himself, his entirety, out of the mud, he hasn't gotten himself as a person out of the mud. Kol Hayyim Yavoid Viyala. So he feels himself, he thinks, I'm, I'm a Ben Aliyah. I learned this thing, I did this thing. And it's like lifting his, you know, I, I worked on this thing today. And he lifts it, it's like lifting that one foot out of the mud. And he, and he goes around thinking the whole day that he's, that he's an Aliyah, that he's a Ben Aliyah. And the MS is, he's really still standing in the mud. Up to his neck in the mud. That's, that's what I have to say about all of your aliyahs. About these imagined aliyahs that you have. Because the Rebbe, the whole point of the says is the Rebbe is telling us to lift our entirety up. And not to fool ourselves. And Yiddishkeit is not something that when you have a spare minute. Yiddishkeit is every single minute of your life, what you're thinking about. What you're thinking about. Even, if we, even, even when you're busy with something, what you're thinking about. What you're looking at, what you're listening to. What are the words that come out of your mouth? So the person can convince himself that, well, I, I, you know, I, I work, I do different things, and then when I have a couple of minutes, so I'll, I'll try to have, you know, a little, a little bit of learning, a little bit of Hashem. And and by doing that, that's wonderful. But then he he thinks that uh, that he's yaitse and he soothes himself and he and he comforts himself by saying that that you see that I was able to take I was able to take this hour and to use it for learning. Which is a good thing. I'm saying it's not a good thing. I was not saying it's bad. But, but to be a Ben Aliyah, to be a Ben Aliyah means that you lift your, you lift your entire life up. The whole Anarchius Yisraelis that we're talking about is a, is a, is a different, it's a different Anarchius Yisraelis. It's a different, a different life, a different way of looking at life. It doesn't mean just that, that uh, you know, I went to this year, I went to that year. I looked in this safe, I looked at that safe. It means like, like unladen, the whole life is a different life. How you say brachas, how you talk to your children, how you talk to a friend, to your wife, how, how, the chlal, how, you know, how, the whole yachas that you have, how you look at, 
How you look at the, you know, even how one looks at at, at the matzav in the world, you look at it as a Balbi and you look at it as somebody that's just dumb, like another guy that's reading a newspaper on the train. I mean, how do you look at things? The whole, the whole, a whole a person's entire life, the Rebbe says, to be lifted up is a Ben Aliyah. Not just that your whole life to go take one foot out of the mud, the other foot's in the mud. This one, you pull this one out, and the other one falls and it's, it's stuck in the mud. But to jump out completely. Min Haliyah. And if you're a person, if you're really afraid of of an, of just, of an imaginary aliyah, because based on what the Rebbe said now, it's pretty scary. So he says, if you're if you're the kind of a person that's afraid of an imaginary aliyah, and if you really, really don't want to fool yourself with these little little tidbits, little pieces of of learning, or little pieces of davening. And you really want to run to Hashem, Be'emis. And you really have a chukka, a longing to be an Ever Hashem. The Rebbe says, Horeim esi karcha. Stop playing footsie in the mud. Like this and like that. Horeim esi karcha. Lift your entire self out. I, don't, I, don't, I only watch this channel, I don't watch that channel. I only have regular, I don't have cable. I only, I'm only mavatal this, I'm not mavatal. I mean, oh. esi karcha. Stop playing around. Lift your complete body out. It's not shachah hagdeya. Lift up your nefesh. Ki eich tala kem hibibitza shkua. Look at what, are you kidding yourself? What kind of a ben aliyah is you if you're stuck in the mud? So right now, this foot is out a little bit. But the other one is stuck, so you're not a ben aliyah, you're still in the mud. And what is the meaning of your choice of good? If even that good that you're choosing is buried in ra, in mud, in evil. <coughs> quickly, quickly awaken the taiv, escape from the mud. As long as you still have a ruach hayim, as long as you're alive. Chush, quickly, take out your nefesh. Quickly take out your nefesh before it suffocates, being buried under the mountains of Narishkite that, 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 that have been gathered upon the nefesh. I mean, the, you know, it's, this, is, this is pretty strong thought. So I know it's, it's, it's hard because everybody figures, well, if I, if I really want, if I wanted to be disciplined, I'd go to a Muslim state, not to a You know, <laughs> if I really wanted to be disciplined, and then you come and you see the piece and it's like, whoa. This, 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 he, he, this is tough talk. This is tough. And you know, there's nobody that's as sweet as the Rebbe. And for those who haven't learned the other swarm, don't see, you know, different, different shtiklach, and you know, it, it sounds like, what is this? But you know, the Rebbe is, this, is, the, is the most encouraging, the unbelievable sweetness. But you see, he's an Ishamas. An Ishamas, and he believes in every Jew. And he knows that each and every one of us has the kaychas and nefesh to, to get out of the mud. And, he, and he's not going to, he's not going to tolerate mediocrity. Although, of course, he showed every single Jew unbelievable hava and, 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 and patience and so on. But remember, you have to uh, remember that he was talking, he was writing this for the Bachram and Yeshiva, who still are usually humble enough to, to, be, to be able to deal with, with criticism and with the critique, critique of their lives. Unlike most adults, that if you tell them, you know, if you say something they don't like, they, you know, they'll disappear. Young people... Young people can usually usually have a natural sense of anivis and a rutsen to grow, that even even if they're told something that's harsh, like this harsh that's strong, they they can they can deal with it. Older people usually don't go for that, you know. They run away from that. <coughs> so he says, Awaken your nephesh with davening. Whatever you can. Just do whatever you can to to awaken your soul with, with davening, with learning. What type of learning does it for you? What type of davening does it for you? Get the nefesh to rise, to to be oiled and aliyah. Not just when I have a, when I have a free minute, but not just to learn a little bit of rabbis, but you know, to to, to be more the nefesh with learning, with davening, with negulim, with rikudim, whatever a person can use, but it should be with his iris. This cloud engraved in your heart. As a posh of me Yisrael, even the simplest Jew, in Yazan Lakaila in the Shmaso, if the simplest Jew would listen to the voice of his Neshama, 
and the simplest Jew would listen to the crafting the crafting that the neshama that the, the neshama is suffering and the, the simple Jew would listen to the song of the simcha of the neshama when, the, when that simple Jew is learning a davening and how the neshama is mamish besimcha and when, he's, and when you're wasting your time, how the neshama is mamish, the neshama is then crying. The truest If the simplest you would hear the the powerful, wonderful sounds of the alias of the person, and would hear the crashing noises of the uridus of, of, of the, that you go through. Safer of even the simplest Jew from one day would be able to write a thick, a thick safer, a thick book. If you were able to listen to what the Nishama is going through, you'd be able to write a thick book of what the Nishama has been through, of what we put our Nishamas through in one day. Who's listening today? Who's listening to this chorus, this sound? And who's listening to the to the crashing and the you know, the the moaning and the and, and the crying? Hakshev Atullah, you he says, listen to this. And and be awakened. The thoughts and all types of aces. He says, I'm giving you some aces throughout this sefer, but the emes is. You have to try to think of all different aces on your own, as we've been learning from the beginning. And you will have all different ideas and aces of what, of how you can bring about your own personal desires. What can you do to have desires? What can you learn? I can't take you by the hand and show you what, what's good for you, what you should be learning, what you should, how you should daven, what kind of songs, what kind of nigunum, what kind of chaverim, how you should divide up your day. But, but he says, but the Rebbe says that, if you take hold of yourself and you listen to the to the sounds of your neshama, you're going to have you're going to find machshavas and aches and mitzanias. It is me'atzman yalucha val yodam tisayra that you yourself will be will be will be awakened and will find Mr. Shem, You'll find for yourself aches that there should be more and more tisayras. Uh, we'll, we'll stop here.